0: So, welcome again to Discovering America. We're starting right again. Hey, uh, uh, so uh, Vlad, what did you, uh, what, what did, what did you want to go into next about uh, about the uh, the American experience of a then recent immigrant?
1: Um, language.
0: Language. All right, but there's a lot to go into there. It,
1: it sure is. Yes. <sighs> um, recently, my brother put um, some a note on his Facebook page uh-huh. um, and he remembered that he went to their friend's house like very shortly after we arrived and um, they asked him how's your experience in America so far mm-hmm. and he said well I'm feeling like I'm drowning mm-hmm. because of language mm-hmm. it just overwhelms me and lady said Yeah, I can understand this. Um, Immigrating, like the whole experience of immigrant, is a tragedy. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) So, and they both laughed about it. Oh, yeah. So, but the truth of the matter is, when I moved to United States, I had some English. Mm -hmm. That means I went to school. Uh, they taught us English, so I knew how to read. Mm-hmm. I didn't have big vocabulary, but if, you, if I open the book, I can read it. I don't know what it means, mm-hmm. but I can read it. And yeah. that helped a lot. Uh, if somebody would speak to me with a normal speed, it would sound like gibberish. You wouldn't even know when one word starts, when another ends, it would be all the, the, the same.
0: It's kind of how I feel whenever I listen to somebody from Northern Ireland or Scotland talk in their own dialect. Like it's it's the same language technically, but it's so fast and so like the like where one like where one word ends and another begins and like it's kind of it's sometimes so hard to place.
1: It is. Mm-hmm. So the first the, the first ability to understand is when you actually start. Separating the words, mm-hmm. you still don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. But when you, by sound, start separating, oh, well, this is a different word. This is another different. This is five-sentence word. Uh, then you, kind of, on a the way there. Mm-hmm.
0: You have to really slow it down and pick it apart. Very. Yeah.
1: Very. Your English becomes. Limited to maybe 50 words. You know, yes, no, okay, me, you, stop, take, buy, hi, buy. Mm-hmm. And with those words, you can explain everything.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, They'll get you far, yeah.
1: Yes, yeah. Um, then those single words kind of grew into the sentences.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Some of those sentences you understand, some of those sentences you don't understand, but you kind of figure out where they're being used.
0: Right. Okay, you
1: still don't know what that means exactly, but you know, in that situation, it's better to say that. I'll give you an example. Uh-huh. Um, you tell me something and I don't understand, Mm-hmm. I would say I'm sorry I don't understand English. I understand exactly what I said.
0: Okay? Yeah, yes. I know
1: exactly what I said. So you trying to repeat it louder or slower but basically you saying the same thing. Yeah, right. Which is not helpful to Doesn't me help at, at all, all yeah. because I still don't know those words. So but when I say what do you mean All of a sudden person comes up with a different words, with a different way to explain the same thing.
0: Now, if
1: you ask me what doesn't mean, what do you mean, I really couldn't tell you. I know what, I want no do you mean? I'm not sure. Is it being mean? Is it (laughs) mean something? Like I'm not sure what exactly it is, okay? But I know. It's better to say what do you mean that I don't understand because we're actually going to have a conversation which more productive
0: that's interesting that's an interesting hack in a sort of in a sort of way of uh, of of trying to get people to give give you what they what you want like that's a yes like I, I like there there's other stuff like that like of uh, other of like sort of just reforming the way you speak in order to not not all of it based on language barriers but like. Reforming the way you talk in order to get people to tell you what you actually want to hear, rather than what like they're gonna by like knee-jerk give you by you know when you say something like I don't understand English, and they're just gonna get frustrated and like do the thing that <laughs> do the thing that uh, some Americans do when you just say it louder and, <laughs> and yeah. hope that you get it that time.
1: <laughs> yes, um, another and you just mentioned this word actually. That's what remind me would be, instead of saying no, mm-hmm. say, I would rather. Yeah. Now, I would rather... I don't know what would is. I don't have the slightest idea how it's to translate in Russian. Uh-huh. Rather, we don't have anything just like that.
0: There's no rather in the Soviet Union. The government doesn't care what <laughs> you're you going to do. do. You <laughs> to.
1: So, but you understand that when you're saying no... People get, because you you on a high alert all the time, you know, here, because it has to be receptive. You have to listen to every single word. So, you on a high alert. Mm-hmm. So, when you're saying no, you feel right away that it pushed people away. Yeah, right. So, but when somebody told you, listen, don't say no, say, I would rather you're not going to have that reaction. You don't know what I would rather means, but it's kind of for you is to say a different way to say no. Yeah. That's all what you have to know. But you also
0: have to put something after the rather. Yes. You got that far. You have to to provide another option. Yes.
1: I would rather, and you would say whatever you want after that. If they understand, it's good. If they don't understand, you just say, what do you mean? <laughs> right, right <yeah. laughs> But one way or another, you have a conversation instead of just yes, no, sorry.
0: That's interesting. And you you just learn you learned the phrase, like you learned the code before you learned essentially what it meant. Like That's before, right. You, so it wasn't a substantive... You knew what it added up to. Yes, like it was. It was, but you didn't like you didn't know what the like the specific words.
1: Absolutely. Mean. In fact, I got very surprised when I read it. Once upon a time, mm-hmm. when I actually read it, because I didn't realize. I thought it was once. Upon a time. Mm-hmm. That the, the that that the correct way. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, yeah. But no
1: I thought it was one. Supona Time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay? So, when I read it, I was very surprised. Like, what's a suponer Time? Yes. <laughs>
0: well, like, you knew how to say it, but, like, that's the Like, I, I remember the first, like, you know, the first thousand times I ever read a, sp- a, 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 a grim fairy tale or something like that. Uh, I, 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 like, the words Once Upon a Time It was just like, oh, that's how everyone begins. Like, uh, uh, the, the well, I didn't... When I'm like three or four years old and learning to read, I'm not like, I'm not paying attention to what those specific words mean. What like once upon a time? It just basically means uh, a long time ago. But but like I just I didn't like pay it. I just just knew that was how it began. That was like what signified a fairy tale.
1: Same thing. uh Same thing. Yeah. But the way I separated word in my mind was absolutely different compared to when I read it for the first time.
0: Well, like I feel, I feel like that's how a lot of people. That that's kind of how a lot of people, even within their own language, like de- like pick up unfamiliar terms, which is like uh, it's how literally the definition of the word literally changed, like to be to become its exact opposite, essentially. Like people hear people say like I literally died," like <laughs> when li- like the word literally is supposed to mean like by definition like by strict definition of the term no hyperbole nothing exaggerated um uh i literally drove off the road it means you drove off the road you actually drove off mm-hmm. the road but like if uh, if someone hears someone saying that and that like by virtue of people using it before they figured out what it meant like it became something like it just i literally i literally died i literally fell over i literally had a heart attack uh, yeah like and people started using it just to mean um like emphatically or like you know or or uh like in a like practically yeah like and that's i think that that comes from that like they picked it they picked that up in the same way you picked up I would rather like and and it had the same like emotional effect, but like you can tell it's from they they use it with like they didn't like you know people started using it without really knowing what it, the dictionary definition of it was. They used sure. it based on how they heard it used. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: And that's how you learn a lot. Uh, my brother, for example, he learns uh, language by uh, dictionary. Mm-hmm. So he takes the book, yeah. he reads it with the dictionary, and that's how... Sits down he by
0: f- the fire with a pipe in his hand. And the, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: more or less. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I never did this. I never mm-hmm. did this. I... It's clear uh, learned, by your spelling
0: that you haven't. Like I've <laughs> no, been seeing right I learned
1: here. only <laughs> by experience, by talking or you situation, um, only like that.
0: And or, that's kind of how, like, well, like, as a teacher, I'm, I can say that's kind of how they're coaching like English language learners now to do it is learn it, learn it more real time, learn it more from doing and from experience. Don't like there's no there's no amount of sitting down with a book next to you that's going to teach you the real language. Like. I
1: never could do it. Uh-huh. Even in school, when I was a kid, you know, if there's a reason to learn something uh, by reading a book, mm-hmm. uh, it didn't sink. But if I listen to the teacher, uh-huh. it will sink, and I'll remember it.
0: And I think you're ahead of your time in that sense, because I think back, back then, uh, the way a lot of schools were teaching kids the, uh, like... Like to learn another language or to learn the English language is was to just essentially do it by rote academically, read these books, uh, cut out your previous language, don't speak that at all, uh, because you're learning a new language now. Which wasn't as effective because, like, for one thing, you—if you lose your old language, you don't have anything to associate it with. You don't have anything, any parallels, and you're all—and it's all sour cream. Like (laughs) that's what it all is. (laughs) To call back to the last episode, like you you know, you're you're lost. Um, But. Uh, and now, like, there's a much more immersive, uh, like, you know, in my school, or in, in Massachusetts at least, I think a, a, a lot of other places too, like, a, there's a lot of immersive English language learning, which is not perfect, because they essentially just throw the kid into a classroom, and say to the, accommodate that, like, <laughs> yeah. but, which, but, but it's much more understanding, and it's much more, encu- like, they're, they're, the, the English language... The ESL classes, like they, they, the ESL teachers, they encourage kids hold on to their previous language, learn by association and learn by immersion, like just learn by just experiencing. And and that's so much more effective. Like, that's. Um,
1: My niece, she was three years old when she moved here. And uh, she went to the daycare. And for the first, like, three months, she Mm -hmm. didn't say a word. Uh huh. She was just quiet, and then one day she come back and starts speaking perfect English, huh. no accent, Damn! and <laughs> uh, she was just...
0: No accent, even? No accent. Nothing. Three years old. And, uh, and, and, she, uh, and she's uh, like a trained spy now, is what you're trying <laughs> to say. She's infiltrated the, uh, the NRA and the... Her
1: brother, <laughs> who was born here, they have, I think, like three or four years difference, um at home he would speak Russian at school he would speak English obviously, and then at some point he would start mixing two languages on purpose uh-huh. uh for example, whatever word was easy to say, he would use that word f- from that language-
0: uh-huh. no I, I, am my I, uh like not not my not my family, but like like previous generation, like uh, with that I was too young to know, uh, of uh, like of of basically immigrants from Italy and Poland did the same thing. Yeah, like, uh, and they would uh, uh, like I pretty I forgot what relative this was, but it was like somebody from my grandmother's parents' generation who would send like send her daughter to the store and like get like and get a Pratsky. Yeah and i don't know what a pratsky is we never and we never figured out we never asked but and so the so went to the went to the, the the store and asked the guy for pratsky the guy's like I, I, I don't i have no, no idea and just started pointing to stuff in the store pratsky uh, apple pratsky uh I don't know, paper towels pratsky i don't know like and uh yeah so that's ki- that, that that that's definitely across that definitely crosses borders that that sense
1: so that's how he did for me, it was interesting to read the book that I know, uh, like Cinderella. I know the story of Cinderella in English because mm-hmm. y- you exactly know what the story is. As, as long as you pick up a few words, you know exactly where the story is, uh-huh. Yeah, and you can figure what out what other
0: words mean. The keywords words throughout, and you fill in the blank. You yes. fill in the rest.
1: That's, yeah. Um, cable TV, great way to learn. I would go to my uh, relative's house go into the basement and they would have um, cable TV and on cable TV the same movie would show you know 5 o'clock 8 o'clock 11 o'clock at uh, yeah, night you
0: said that HBO I remember yeah
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I would watch the same movie like 5 times first time not much understand I'm just oh it's something is going on second time you kind of figure out who is good who is bad what isn't interesting? What is not? And you can tell by
0: the visual cues, too, yes, like in the music too.
1: Yeah. Third time, you actually start picking up some stuff, and the first time, you almost understand.
0: Do you do you remember what? Like, you remember one movie that in particular at all? Like I like,
1: remember uh, that I watched old James Bond, oh, you know, perfect. in the eighties. It was reasonably simple, very simple dialogue, but it was interesting to watch. Well,
0: yeah, you can put it put it together vis- visually, mm. uh, yes. like what was going on uh it, it, yeah that's a, yeah, that's interesting that would have been like, like that that seems to be a good that, that, like that would be a good example uh, like the um particularly from that era like of James Bond like cuz i'm thinking Roger Moore like that's, yeah, that's Roger yeah. Moore like cuz that's the more that's the flashier Bond it's like I feel like some of the Sean Connery and some of the Daniel Craig ones are very much like you got, you got Casino Royale and they're there at a table with the cards and it's like yeah. and it's like what's yeah if he if didn't understand the language you'd be like what am I supposed to do here
1: um and then you go to something that you know mm-hmm. like back in Russia it was very popular song from Love Story the movie
0: yeah beautiful song I only know it. As, what, I always forget how it goes like I only know it as theme from love story <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: um, so that was I don't remember his first name Seagal I think his name Eric, Eric Seagal, Seagal is the yeah. author yeah um, and I have to tell you I read this book without any dictionary it's easy it's like the easiest language you can read oh, yeah. it was very simple
0: Uh, sounds like damning with faint praise a little bit like I love your book it was just so simple to read that even as I (laughs) even I like an English language learner was able to put it together
1: (laughs) well I I never opened once dictionary I figured out exactly Uh what it was Uh and it wasn't that good like in the end it wasn't that great book
0: I've heard I've heard it's not good I've heard the movie isn't good either I never watched the movie
1: uh I never watched the movie, but I, I loved the music from there. Yeah. Anyway, the second book was Godfather.
0: Ah, oh, for yeah. For the same Mario Puzo. reason. Yeah. For
1: the same reason, because music reached Russia, and everybody was listening oh, to the yeah, song. Oh, yeah,
0: the score, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. to, to
1: that score, and uh, we had to watch. And I didn't see the movie... But I read the book first, and I loved the book.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I loved the book in so many different ways. First of all, it's interesting, you know, one thing after another, one thing after another. Second, it was a lot of parallels back to Russia, you know, the underground, Uh uh, you know, the. Uh, police is crooked uh, yeah the wheeling you know, and dealing the, yeah. the,
0: the, the bribing The yeah, the, yes course. Uh,
1: the family which is basically average family but because of circumstances they have to do the terrible things just right, right. because of this so I could relate to it mm-hmm. and that was very interesting to yes. read and from that point on I took a rule for many many years to read uh American book, Russian book, American book, Russian book, American book, Russian book. And, you know, for many years, I did this. And uh, as a result, I would kept with the Russian, kept up. Yeah. And uh, English would be... As it should, yeah. It should be good. So, uh, let me think what else is here. Oh, the language... When you speak language and it's functional to you, mm-hmm. as I told you before, you're on a high alert all the time. And it's such a big pressure on you that after spending all day long with English, you have a headache. Oh. You physically have a headache. Oh, I would imagine. And it's exhausting. You didn't do anything, but it's absolutely exhausting to you. And next day, wake up and do the same thing. Um I moved and I lived with my parents, Mm -hmm. and kinda early I understood that in order for me to make my life here, I have to move out from my parents and um, just got myself into American culture, whatever it is. Uh And I told myself, whatever it's going to be, I'm not going to question, and I'm not going to judge. I'm going to accept it as it is. Even if it doesn't make any sense to me. I'll simply (laughs) accept it. That's how it is. Uh And I found a family who needed somebody to live there, take care of the kids, clean the house, start the car, clean the driveway. They would give me a room in the attic and my own bathroom. And uh, I could share their kitchen and they wouldn't pay me anything, but I would do all those things for them. Mm-hmm. But as a result, I start living with American family. Yeah. And we would have English conversation, I would read books for kids and they would laugh at me because the way I read them those books. And then talking to kids, it would be their level. Uh-huh. So that would be reasonably easy. And then we would watch Sesame Streets uh-huh. together. Oh, and so that's so how good. you yeah. would learn. And then kids would go to sleep and I would go on the couch with the you know, owners of that house mm-hmm. and try to speak with them, which would be already adult language. Mm-hmm. And after a year of being, being there and, you know, swimming
0: in a language, basically, yeah. on
1: all different levels, I became fluent.
0: And, like, I don't know how the, if you know how, like, kind of, how kind of progressive that is, like, because nobody was really teaching it that way at that time, I don't think. Like, I don't think no, anybody was teaching it it a was, foreign language. No, but it in
1: was intuitive for me, because yeah. I knew I can go to school for five years. It would never improve me.
0: Yeah, I, I, could like, never... I don't think you would have gotten that from, from ESL classes. No. Like, I feel like that's, that's how you got to do it.
1: And uh, just being with the family, being forced to do it, trying to explain no matter what, mm-hmm. that was one way. Another way was to find somebody with the same interest as I am. Mm-hmm. So I asked around about somebody who does mine. Uh-huh. And I found a guy whose name was Royal Sorel, ah. And we got introduced and uh, he invited me to the 4th of July party. Uh-huh. Which had a couple of funny, funny moments. in that. But one way or another, I remember being on his backyard and showing him some of the mind pieces that I knew. And he loved what he sees, and we were talking about it for hours. Mm-hmm. That common interest uh, didn't have any language barrier all of a sudden, because both of us wanted to understand or wanted to explain. Uh-huh. And if I could not, I could go and just try to do mine. If
0: he's like, oh,
1: that's what you mean, now I got it, now I understand. <laughs> And we became actually good friends, and he helped Uh me a lot, a lot, a lot with language. Uh Uh, My brother said that the best way to learn language is uh, sleep with a foreigner. So...
0: (laughs) Well, there we go. (laughs) Yeah,
1: here you go. And I start uh, trying to date an American woman. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's my next step. I have to do it.
0: This is this is ESL 102. This is yes. turn, like.
1: <laughs> I have to do it, and um, the day that I went actually on a date with you know my, my first date with an American woman, that was like the greatest moment of my life. Uh-huh. Like that was in my mind, I got accepted as a person.
0: At the time, right, because you time. have two children. I've decided, but, uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. at that
1: time, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that was like very, very significant uh-huh. moment in my life, uh-huh. and she laughed at me. She laughed her ass at me because the way I was dressed, the way uh-huh. I, you know, behaved, and the way the whole thing was. But, you know, luckily. She liked she liked it, and we you know we were dating for a oh, while. Oh, good, good. So and yeah, I learned a lot of language. That's, so, so, so it's always so it worked. <laughs> it should be. Uh,
0: nice. Um, like I find it funny, like the like what you what you said about kind of like you're gonna you're leaving your parents home, you're gonna immerse yourself in American culture, like, and I feel like American culture is pretty loose, like as a as a term, because like we're pretty we're pretty regional. Country like there's no like American culture like we have the general thing like you said Fourth of July party like we have like the general yeah reverence for how the country was founded and the historical figures we have like the the we have the Fourth of July we have Memorial Day we have we we have Labor Day for the you know the the labor movement which on your side of the world went a different way but, yes. uh, <laughs> uh but uh, it, but other than that it's pretty dependent on. Like, it, like, it, like, it's pretty, it, it's pretty diverse. Like, it's pretty. I think people who say that there is an American culture often really are just, really just think that theirs is the only one. Uh, well, maybe at
1: that moment I thought that was the only. one. Maybe. Moment, well, but like,
0: but, but, you are still in a very, in, in a very niche area. You're in Lynn, you know, Lynn, Massachusetts, or there thereabouts. Like, that's not, you know, that's not the same as the other side of the. Country, but that was America to you. No, that yeah. no,
1: yeah, that's the only America I you Yes, yeah.
0: but I would say, like, the one thing that the the one thing that just links you to all of it is the language. Like, I think that's the like. There's no real like cultural, uh, and like, more, a other than just the English language that's going to connect you all around this country. Because I think, like, so like that's why it's all linked to learning the English language.
1: Um. You understand very early Mm -hmm. that you have basically two ways to live here. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You can stay being Russian, Mm -hmm. so that means you don't learn English, you just stay within the Russian community, Mm -hmm. and you can survive. Mm -hmm. They have Russian doctors, they have Russian lawyers, they have everything. Um, But your life is very limited just to that world. Yeah, right. That's all what it is. Or you can step out of your comfort, put some effort, Mm -hmm. and your world becomes unlimited.
0: And I think the language is the key to that. Absolutely. learning English. And that was... Like you think there's no way to get to it if you don't learn the language. And
1: that was the... Great motivation behind it, mm-hmm.
0: but that's why people. I think that's why people learn it. That's why that's why people come to this country and learn English, or because their or their children learn it. Essentially, yes. uh, and, you know, not to get on a soapbox, but I think people who say like people who say like you know put their, their fists down and say, if you're going to come to this country, you got to learn the language. Well, people, that's what people do. Like, they, they do that. Because like, when you, you do it, so much that, more opens up to you. Like, of it's course. Not gonna, it's not, they're not going to do it because you like, demanded that they do it. They're going to do it because they want to.
1: Like. Um, my mom wouldn't tell anybody, like mm-hmm. all her friends and relatives, that I moved out of the house because she was ashamed because you know, good kids don't do that. That you was, live you live with your parents till you marry in Italians sometimes, too Italian, and sometimes, uh, like after the Italians like Italians the poles you, you too
0: yeah you know? know. my yeah my two cousins lived with <laughs> lived with their mom until i lived with my parents until i well not until i got married but until i met the person that i was going to marry so like so it's yeah it's definitely that's definitely the thing here too like <laughs> um
1: she was very ashamed of what happened, she wouldn't tell anybody, she was crying. Um, And I have to tell you, to do something normally that is not going to be approved by your parents, Uh it's tough. But you have to do it anyway, because you see the world around you different compared to them. And for them, you know, they're old hate to say it, but it's not much future to them. They don't have to look for work anymore. They don't have to, they just have to be comfortable. Yeah. They don't have to raise the family. They don't have to buy houses. They don't have to do any of those things Mm -hmm. that were ahead of me. Mm -hmm. And I knew I wouldn't be able to do it if I stay with them. So I just did that. And that was actually the best decision of my life. It must have been, yeah. Yeah. Um, Another thing that you have to kind of step away from trying to translate from Russian to English, because two languages are so different. And English is very, I don't have to tell you, it's very uh, organized language. I have to do this. Mm -hmm. You can't. ...mix the words. If you mix the words, it becomes a question. Yeah. Be- the whole meaning changes. Yeah. In Russian... ...such a thing doesn't exist. We can mix the order of words...
0: And it still makes sense.
1: And it still makes sense in Russian. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're trying to say it in Russian in your mind and then translate in English, it will not going to make sense. Mm-hmm. Because the order of words is not going to be the same. And for English-speaking person, it will be like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, why this is last and well, not this last? lost? obviously, you else? can't
0: like, just literally word for word translate it. No.
1: Yeah, but that's what you do.
0: Uh-huh.
1: You know, if you don't have concept of the language, that's what you do. Right. You're, you're thinking in Russian, and then you're trying... Parallel to translate it in English, Mm -hmm. and you very fast realize this is a dead street. Mm -hmm, So, don't do that.
0: Yeah,
1: Um, took some time, but you know you learn. That'll be tough to get used to. Yes, yeah, because the whole way of thinking is absolutely different.
0: No, I always thought, but it's just from listening to like. You know, people who the second language is English speak I always figured that English yeah English has its rules and its order but if you if you're speaking it wrong or like grammatically incorrect in, in some in a few ways like it, there's still a good chance you're going to be understood you're going to be understood yeah
1: yes um, but again very hard to have conversation mm-hmm. very hard to go and have a date mm-hmm You know, it's absolutely different level of it. Um, Now, even when you get fluent, Mm-hmm. Okay, with English, you understand the English, you can express yourself. The accent, the damn accent, still doesn't disappear. Like after forty-two years, it's still here.
0: Well, you're not, the, you're not like a young girl being trained in a Russian spy program. Yes, or three years old that 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 we kid, kid yes. that you to learn Yes.
1: So even now, I am not, you know, if I'm in a tell, and I would like ask like for extra pillars or extra sets of uh, sheets oh, right, I would exactly, never do right. that okay so. because I know I won't be able to say it right
0: uh, and you can't say bed sheets either because like they're gonna come up there with the maid like yes. immediately uh, so what, do we, what, 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 what it, word do you say Like, <laughs>
1: well um, I, I just don't or I'll, I'll show you like, can I have one of those
0: uh, perfect, you know, perfect.
1: Like, different way um and you remember with uh, Frank when yeah. he was. W- oh,
0: Frank, to, Frank our, uh, yeah, our, our, our friend Frank, who uh, <laughs> who told us the story of how he proposed to his now wife uh, and took her. He uh, said, said, I took her to the beach and I, uh, I, and there, they, you know, they're waiting for us. I had, said, I had spelled out, Will you marry me in Driftwood on the beach? And Vlad responds, Which beach? <laughs> And he goes, um... Lindsay? Oh, which beach? Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, so... It's constantly... I'm constantly in this, even now. And I have to tell you, good for Frank. Uh He used it, like, in in our shows. Yes. You know, he made a thing out of it. Um, I told you already about the... uh, Dog bag, you know, mm-hmm. you're eating yeah, dogs. Yeah. Well, another thing happened. I was walking along the lean street. And oh, I, I know saw... this. You,
0: you did tell this on the previous podcast, but yeah, I go. Yeah, yeah. and
1: I saw big letters YMCA, <laughs> and right under it said Young Man Christian uh, Association. Uh-huh. And I knew every single word. I knew Young Man <laughs> Christian Association. <laughs> Just all together, it didn't make any sense to me. So, I looked inside, and there was a lady sitting at the front desk, and she waved to me. So, I went through, and she's like, hi, how are you? You know, very good. Are you interested to join? And I panicked. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. panicked. And I'm like, no, 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 I can't. I'm a Jew. You know, I can't. I was sure that that was like a monastery, like
0: school for monks. But you saw people wearing, like walking around wearing, yes, what, like wearing
1: uh, <laughs> bathing suits, swimming gym, suits, gym clothes.
0: like this is some church. I could get, yes. I could get into this. <laughs> uh, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's so, like, yeah, that, that is so weird. Like, if you look at YMCA, because we hear YMCA, the letters, like, we know what it means. It's that Village People song, but it's a, uh, yep. and uh, it's the, you know, and it's just the, it's the gym. But, like, when you break it down, Young Men's Christian Association, like, that, none, none of that says, none of those words say gym. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, just, it's, you know, club, you know, yeah.
0: But, like, yeah, it's come to me colloquially, the why, like, you know, we, like, if you've been, if you, if you're from here, you know. But like,
1: I was sure it's it's one of those Cool things... to become a monk or yeah, monastery right. itself. And when she said, "Would you join us?" I'm like, I'm panicking. I know, I... <laughs> and remember, I uh, mentioned Fourth of July party, the first of July party, yeah, at yeah, royal. Yeah. Uh, his mom, she made the barbecue everywhere and again I don't know what barbecue means so she asked me if I ever had barbecue you know mm-hmm. being very polite yeah. and for me the key word was barbie so that was like uh, the only thing mm-hmm. and I'm like no I would never play with dolls like oh, right, that was right. my <laughs> response and Royal just come to my rescue like no, no 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 barbecue food 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 you know it's not a toy <laughs> but mom was like a little bit surprised what's going on yeah there. Is Royal still around? Like Royal died. Oh, he, he died oh. very young. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I knew that without language, I couldn't get a job. Yeah, right. So as soon as I get my driving license, learned to drive, had ability to speak, I started looking for a job. Yeah, yeah so that's going to be
0: probably oh, our yes. next podcast all right oh, boy. oh a teaser the <laughs> next one's going to be the jobs podcast all right uh so yeah and yeah, that's so and like and like you said you you don't learn the language there's the alternate reality where you don't learn the language and you just stay at home and you and you probably do okay like you probably survive but you're there with your parents and you're there in your little box for yes. the rest of the time yeah, you, or you learn the language and it's all open to you, and then, like you have suddenly have all these places to go. Like,
1: yeah, and it's more than that. You know, you losing such a thing as a good joke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you don't understand the joke because joke is not practical. It needs something else, mm-hmm. and you always looking for sense, but it doesn't make any sense.
0: Well, so many jokes revolve around language and idioms. So yes. Like it's hard to. And think. it's
1: not funny to you, and it's such a waste. You know, mm-hmm. I love good junk. and all of a sudden, that part of the life is dead to you.
0: Um, I, s- I saw a reddit thread though, of Soviet jokes, and I was laughing my ass off though. Like, <laughs> I did say, like translated from Russian, uh, and I, I thought there were so. Uh, they uh, a census taker ca- uh, g- g- approaches an old woman on on the street. says, Do you mind if I ask you some questions ahead? Uh, where were you born, St. Petersburg? And where do you live now? Leningrad. <laughs> and if you could live anywhere, where would you live? St. Petersburg. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: you know, somebody sells the car, uh, and he's asking, well, do you like my car? Well, it smells like uh, shit. Well, what do you expect? It's 170 horses. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's great yes it's a good Russian joke and
1: uh, another thing which you don't have without language you don't have good art you know like movie you you go to to the theater and you don't understand this so again that part of the life that you really enjoyed I used to go to the theater all the time mm -hmm. back in Russia I used to watch movies all the time it's gone to you. It's not existing because of the language. So in order to open this part, yeah. you have to know.
0: Well, like you said, well, you're probably going to talk about this later, but like the sort of sitcoms that you, that you really, really enjoyed were the ones that weren't... I watched, of, like, it was Three's yeah, Company. Three's Company, because it was all situational and like antics and goofy stuff happening. Very simple. And but like, But Cheers was talking. Like, Cheers was a nightmare.
1: I couldn't yeah. understand anything. What was going on? Taxi was another one.
0: Taxi was yeah, was talking again. Like yeah. cle- clever dialogue. But if you're not, if you haven't mastered the language, you will It'll go right over your
1: Somebody head. Somebody on the right is always yelling, mm-hmm. and running all around. Somebody yeah. on the left is always sitting and saying, "I don't know." And you know, and once rang- was thank you very much. yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but in between this, really nothing was going on. Mm-hmm. It's all conversation. I, late at night on the Channel 64, I used to watch Black and White, uh, Benny Hill. Uh-huh. And again, language I couldn't understand, but a lot of funny was things Was there even any happening. talking on that
0: show? For what I remember, yeah, it was yeah, just like a yeah, little he, guy he, chasing he, around women in their underwear. Like, yes, of course. A- <laughs>
1: but he had some monologues he would ah, play okay. as a character and he had, he had some monologues and uh, all that would go over my head
0: All i know is when i used to when i was a kid I, it was on comedy central like that's how that's how i saw benny hill that's how i saw monty python and there, anytime time benny hill was on it was just like <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah the sax and like some woman's like he blows a trumpet and a girl's dress blows off and yeah, that, that, was like, that was basically <laughs> the, that was the only joke that i could muster from that <laughs> Yeah,
1: so I was br- basically on the same level, yes. Um, so, a lot of things close to you without language. So, when you... Yeah. My brother, you know, been here the same amount of years as I am, you would never catch him to go to stand-up comedy. Right, yeah. Would because not. Because everything goes right through him, like over. Yeah. And... Smartest guy, his vocabulary is probably twice as large as mine. Mm -hmm. Okay, but that simple part of life, he never conquered because Mm -hmm. he never jumped into the culture. Mm -hmm. You know, it was always separate for him. It was job. He would go, he learned the language to do the job. He come back home, he's home in Russian. Mm. It was never, you know, anything else. Uh his wife, great English, she was uh English teacher in oh. Russia. So uh. she had a job from first day it was in a Tufts library. Oh wow from all the places. Uh and actually, her spelling was better than, you know, a lot of natives.
0: Because well, she learned it, that's why. Yes. <laughs> like yeah, could you grow up with it? You'd, you'd yeah, it and
1: a her vocabulary was not exactly American. It was more English. Yeah. You know, the proper English uh, okay. language. Queen's English, yeah. Queen's uh, <laughs> yeah. English, yes. So she felt a little bit out of space once in a while with, with her words. But nevertheless, she could, you Still, know, yeah. speak and talk. But... The culture, you know, the nuance of the humor, she still didn't get it.
0: Huh.
1: Even after, you know, that many years. Or she was saying, no, it's not funny. It, it doesn't, yeah, it's not. And I would laugh my ass off. Uh-huh. Because, but, but we would understand this humor absolutely different. Wow. Huh. So, I'm glad that I kind of enjoy that part.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's I think I think that's very fortunate that you get that deep in that you get it. Like that, yes, that it comes that 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 you can you're that perceptive that you can like that you, can you get know, the, You can get the idiom of it, like, and so. you know better
1: than anybody else. A lot mm-hmm. of things go m- over my head. Oh,
0: certainly. Yeah. Yes, um, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. Do that but maybe sort of that's enough. the benefit of learning. Uh, you know, I would rather before you learn what I would rather means. So, you know, <laughs> mm. yeah. All right. You got anything else, like, for we close up? Uh, thank you. I hope it's interesting. Yeah, I think it. I think it is. Uh, cool. Uh, so the next one's going to be about jobs.
1: All about jobs. Uh, First job, weeks. money. Uh, how it changes you. How ooh, you want ooh. to be the job? Yes.
0: Uh, yeah. So look for that in the coming weeks. Uh, thank you, Vlad. Uh, thank and, you. That's like, fun. We'll, that, that's fun, and we hope to we'll continue doing it. Uh, All right. Thank you for joining us for the second episode of Discovering America. Uh, and uh, come see the bit Players. Come see Vlad uh, and myself with the Bit Players every Friday and Saturday night, eight p.m. Firestone Theater Newport, Rhode Island. If you are in town, otherwise, just keep subscribing uh, and, and listening to the BitPlayers Players Podcast Network. Thank you for joining me, Vlad. Thank you. This has been a BitPlayers podcast, bitplayers.net.